T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local. It's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Good morning, everybody. Good morning to Tim Shea. Tim Shea. Thank you. Tim Shea. Thank you to all my new followers. followers. What did you get up to after yesterday? Uh, So we started at what? 321. Yeah, 321. T-Shea 410. I'm up to 448. Woo-hoo! Bart Winkler, I owe you a big old pat on the back. Yeah. That includes, we got a late night follow, both of us did. Yeah. From Tracy McGrady. Well, how did that happen? You tell me. I don't know. How does Tracy McGrady... So there's 420 people that follow you on Twitter, and one of them's Tracy McGrady. Uh huh. How's that happen? I the, the power of radio, Bart. So obviously we're gonna try to DM him and get him on the show. <laughs> I mean, what are we supposed to do? <laughs> hey, you want to come on for what? I don't know. Be like, I don't know, dude. You followed us. You're Tracy McGrady. Why not? We'll talk about Giannis and how everybody thinks that Rasheed Wallace. I mean, I I didn't talk about that that much yesterday. I thought it was a ball sack sports. Maybe we can have him on for like rewind of game six or something. Like, talk about this finals you weren't a part of? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but Andre Guadala, he was the one that said if Rasheed Wallace was playing today, he would be better than Giannis. Andre doubled down on that, saying something to the extent of, I'm not discrediting Giannis. That's how good Sheed was. I mean, she's not even on the top. He's even a top 100 player of all time. Giannis is already top 15, top 20. A couple of tweets coming in from you guys. Uh, Daniel says, for the next draft mockery that the fan does, it should be which current or former NBA players 
are going to try to compare themselves and say they're better than Giannis. That would be a good one. A couple of you guys tweeting in about the Brewers in the last uh, segment. Nate says, only Craig Council can turn an all-star catcher into a platoon player in a year regarding Omar Narvaez. Only Council can take a guy in Keston who finally looked like he was doing well and send him down to AAA. Only Council runs that same sorry lineup out there every day and prays that it works. Uh, Mr. Milwaukee says this Brewers team is not built up enough to contend for a World Series. We are on the back end of our run and should be trading Hader and Woodruff since we're not going to be able to keep them over the next couple of years. It is already time for a mini rebuild. So a lot of uh, negativity. Or perhaps it's just, you know, reality of where they're at right now. Dave is in Cudahy on a Thursday. The number one caller. Number one caller, according to good old KS and his rankings. Hey, Dave. Oh, good morning, gentlemen. Guys, this team is hot garbage. I mean, it just is. It's time It's time to do something. Some, I, I don't even care what you do. But now that, like, Council is transforming himself into, like, the Kyle Shanahan of the MLB, where he's just too cute for his own good, this is just getting ridiculous. I'm pining, pleading, begging with anyone in Brewers management to listen. Trade Josh Hader. Trade him now. Hear me out. You trade him, get a bunch of unworldly prospects, get a ridiculous haul, and then you can either use those players in the future or you can use those players right now to trade for other talent that will help out this team. Devin Williams. The reason why you have Devin Williams right now is for him to be that closer going forward. Like move it up a little bit. So you're, well, you're you're basically so what your your strategy is the same, and I brought this up the other day, but the same as like a fantasy football manager in week eight, where they're maybe five and three, but they're like they don't like their team, and they could just go with what they have and see what happens, or to reinvigorate themselves, they just trade a bunch of guys. They trade Rodgers for Justin Herbert. They trade, you know, uh, Dalvin Cook and get Aaron Jones back. They're making deals. You just want to shake it up, a trade to shake it up? No, I'm saying you sell one piece to buy more. Like, I, there's been a bunch of ridiculously proposed trades out there. Some of them are just not even realistic. But even if you can get three-quarters of what those halls, like, are, are proposing, I mean, that's a lot. There was one that I saw uh, from some uh, publication here in town that was just, like, like four top 100 prospects, another prospect, and then a starting first baseman. Like, if you could get something like that, think of what you can get in return from other teams. It just makes so much sense and while you have this extra half a year of control for them to go out you can get so much more you got Boxberger, you got williams hobie milner is kind of holding it down yeah i think you're fine i think you are fine look 
just because Juan Toscano Anderson is an NBA champion, it doesn't mean that a team centered around him would win another playoff or finals next year. This is what this team is. It's just a bunch of B-level players on the offensive side of things. Dave, coming coming at you. Still on the trade hater train. Now, if they went three in a row, stay on this train. Because you were on this train about a month ago, then they started winning some games, and I thought you were shaking a little bit. Well, it was because they were looking a, a little bit secure, but now I'm just consi- uh, like I'm just set in the fact that it's a fluke. <laughs> All right, Dave. Thanks, buddy. All right, Tim Bart. <laughs> have a good one, Dave and Cudahy. Part of our Wendy's What's for Breakfast Hour on the fan. Wendy's, where you can check out the breakfast baconator combo. You can get the hot honey chicken biscuit combo. Your guy right here loves the Swiss egg and sausage combo with the side of potato wedges and the frosty chino. Hey, is Twitter down? No, why? Is Twitter my Twitter's down? Is Twitter down? Twitter's not down. Oh, Twitter might be down. Twitter might be down. Not no. during our show. It's it's gone. Okay, it's no, good. I got I, it back. It okay. was. I'm telling you, it was down. Probably Elon's fault. Well, no, it's down again. Because I was trying to look. I uh, was just typing in Josh Hader trade. I'm trying to find what other people might have proposed. You know, like this, this, who says no? This, this, who says no? Just Ooh, seeing. It might be down. Something went wrong. But don't fret. It's not your fault. Uh, he's got the little chicken logo. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we'll wait for that uh, a little bit later. We're following the U.S. Uh, or not the U.S. Open, but the Open Championship, where there are some movers and shakers. Cameron Young is seven under through sixteen. Ernie Els is now five under, along with Cameron Smith, and then Rory and others are four under. Rory, uh, one of the favorites coming into this tournament. We are going to see, uh, as I hear Tim Shea type on air, which is driving me nuts. We, we are, well, then I, I did like talk a little louder. I, yes, I did. Uh, sorry. I was trying to tweet something. So something went wrong. Okay. All so right. There, okay. Twitter is down. Twitter right. is down. Sound the alarm. Okay. I do want to commend the station. I, I do want to give a special shout out to 1250 AM, the fan, because I think that uh, we have done a much better job of not typing during interviews. There were, uh, there was a good three year stretch where every interview that I would listen back to, there was a lot of typing as the guy was answering the yeah, question. Yeah, I could hear that. I, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. Coincidentally, that seems to have subsided after Rami Makhlouf left. <laughs> so, hey, I was walking in this morning. Speaking of Rami, uh, we need to do some repositioning of those, those fat heads. All right, for those of you that don't know. Now, see, you bring this up and now I, I got to. Why do you, you do explain this? Explain it. Sorry. I mean. Go ahead. Well, I. We have fat heads of ourselves in the station. Rami's on one still. They didn't take it down. Not all of us. Only the like frontline people. <laughs> Not the producers. Yeah. We're, we're we're begging for ours. Like maybe put them in the basement or something. We don't have a basement here. Just saying, it's a term. Nobody cares. No. Fine. You killed my momentum. Back to the, back to the open. 
all I want to do today is half-ass talk about the Brewers while watching the Open and then go home and take a nap. Can you just let me have that? That's all I want to do. 9 o'clock hour, we're following Tiger shot, shot by shot. I don't care. This course looks terrible, but isn't that, isn't that the charm of it? Rory for birdie. Come on, Rory. I got him in my DraftKings. And I did take Tiger. He was so cheap. I don't know. It's it's so hard not to take Tiger when he's playing, but I don't know what to expect out of him. We'll see him tee off around, I believe, 8.59 our time here today. All right, I do want to look back at the NBA Finals from a year ago. We're continuing to do that. The NBA Finals a year ago today was game four. And the Bucks and the Suns, obviously, they were at Pfizer Forum. It was a big game. Uh, the Bucks had just made the series 2-1. Phoenix, you know, if they could have if they could have taken this next game from us and go up 3-1 and then they go home to uh to obviously Arizona and Footprint Stadium, didn't it change its name during the finals? Yeah, like I, game 5 when they went <laughs> back they're like, "And a new arena name for Phoenix." <laughs> yeah, Stadium. game game 1 and 2 was played at something and then game 5 was played at a different arena. But when you go back and look at that game, game 4, it was a game that the Bucks had to have. Obviously, they did get that game. Uh, Chris Middleton was a monster in that game. One of the issues with this contest, it was close pretty much throughout and until the end. The Suns had a nice little lead too late, and you're starting to get a little bit nervous. Uh, the Suns were up, I believe, by a point. Giannis goes in for a layup. This is about a couple minutes left in the fourth. Devin Booker... Should have fouled out in this game. He had five fouls. There were at least a couple of times where he could have got called for his six, but they just wouldn't do it, including when the Suns had a one-point lead late in the fourth. Here's the call from uh, ABC. Paul kicks it back out. Pass deflected and stolen. Three on one for the Bucks. Holiday foul by Booker. They didn't call it. Antetokounmpo banks it home. That would have been a sixth foul. How do you not call that foul? And if you're Devin Booker, how are you about to take that foul? You're better off just letting them have the layup. The crowd upset. The Bucks upset. Booker's still in the game, and it's a one-point lead for Phoenix. And we needed Booker out of that game because Booker was cooking. Booker was not – he was 0 for 3 from 3. But he was 17 of 28 from the floor. He had 42 points to end that thing. Jake Crowder wasn't making shots. Chris Paul, he was 5 of 13, but he had a bunch of sloppy turnovers. Devin Booker was single-handedly keeping that team in that game. And the Bucs could not break the seal and pull ahead until Pat Connaughton had something to say from distance. Giannis kicks it out. Connaughton for three. Bang! Pat Connaughton from down. All right, so now the Bucks are up with minutes to go, 97 to 95. Chris Middleton is doing his best to match Devin Booker. This was a massive game for Middleton. Remember, Giannis had put up 40, at least 40 in game two and three. And then in this game, he was 11 for 19. Giannis was 0 for 2 from three. He had 14 boards, eight assists, 26 points. I said the next day, I was listening back to some of it, I said Giannis is always the best player on the floor. He didn't seem like he was 100%. He didn't seem like he was Giannis. 
which even not seeming like he's Giannis, he put up 26, 14, and 8. So it's almost ridiculous to say, but how many times have we said that throughout the season where we're like, ah, Giannis, is he having a good game? And then we look at the stats and it's 20, 10, and 5. But Middleton was a guy that they were relying on late in this game. The Celtics uh, were not in this series. What I meant to say was the Suns. The Suns go back to take a lead, and then it's up to Middleton and his 40 points to tie it. He ties things up at 99 apiece. Middleton finding some space. Jump shot is given. Middleton ties the game. He's got 32. Keep it simple. It's off of the screen and roll of Giannis and Middleton. Put the ball in the hands of your two best players and let them make the decisions. Under two minutes to play. We're all tied here in game four. So you remember how tense it was. I mean, we're, you're either at the game or the Deer District or pacing around the living room. They had to have this game. That intensity... Of uh, the NBA Finals, man, there's just nothing like it. And we kind of reached it again with the Celtics series, but still, there is nothing like it in those. Because this was this was it. They lose this game. They're in trouble. They're on 3-1. You're going back to Phoenix. Middleton, again, he just tied the game. He's going to take the lead. Middleton fakes, now dribbles. Foul on jumper, shot. It's good. Middleton nails another. So there you go. Now it's 101 to 99. And then the play that defined this game. Game five. When we get into game five, we're going to talk about that lob. Drew to Giannis. But in game four, it was all about the uh, the, the, the block. The block. It was all about the block. Giannis Adetokounmpo on DeAndre Ayton. With Tucker on him. Throws it up for Aiden. Shot blocked by What a block from Giannis. Just a hustle play. Um, I thought I'm going to get dunked on, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, going down the stretch, just do whatever, you know, it takes to win the game. You know, just put yourself in a position that can win the game. And, you know, uh, you know, I saw, I saw, you know, I saw the play coming. Saw that uh, Chris, Chris Paul was throwing the lob. So I'm, like, I just, I'm just going to jump vertical, you know, towards the rim. Hopefully I can, you know, be there in time. And uh, I was there in time and was able to get a good block and uh, go down and uh, get to a point. So, so uh, it was a great hustle. I was on Crowder, the guy who was pulling up after the pick and roll. I was thinking I was right around the elbow at the time. Um, and the honest thought that was going through my head was more or less kind of like shock and awe. I think, you know, when the block happened, I kind of looked like, and luckily, PJ came across the lane and grabbed the rebound because I forgot for a split second to go grab it. <laughs> Their connection in the pick-and-roll game, their ability to make plays is, is very good. And Giannis just made a spectacular block, a spectacular play, his ability to cover ground and um, get to that point, get to the top. You know, that's an NBA Finals special moment right there. And we're going to need more of them. Um, you know, his impact on the game on both ends of the court, uh, it's a big-time block. Um, you know, that's that's what he's capable of. I was late. Like usually, a play like that, it's it's a. If I was in the opposite opposite side, it's it's a dunk. You know, but uh, as I said, like I didn't jump to block the ball. I jumped towards the rim. I feel like that's what uh, kind of helped me, put me in position to uh, get the block because I jumped. The rim was right here, so I jumped right here, so he could like shoot the ball. If he shot the ball to the backboard, it'd probably be a goaltending, you know. But he tried to dunk it, so I, w- I was right there earlier than him. 
So Giannis, again, thought he was going to get dunked on. Bud is right. This is going to stand the test of time. And Pat Connaughton was so much in awe that he forgot to try to get the rebound. And for his efforts, he was just rewarded with a three-year, $30 million contract. No, nah, it's good. I'm glad that we're locking Pat up and Bobby up. I'm, I'm relatively happy with this offseason. Uh, you know, they, they could have got a little younger, sure. But I think, I think you're going to like Joe Ingles. I've always felt a special connection with Joe Ingles since he's one of my variants, I think. You know, I tweeted out last week, Joe plus Bud equals, like, we all look like we could be brothers or maybe he's my cousin, Bud's my dad. Just that fat, white face with a little scruff, balding hair. I mean, we're a dime a dozen. I mean, God, I I, I walk through a grocery store and I, I just look around. I say, yep, yep, you look like, yep. We look the same. Yep. Oh, little red patchy beard. Yep. Thin, show me under your hat. No hair. Great. So after that block, Bucks are still up two. The Suns have the ball back eventually. And then Chris Paul turns it over for the fifth time in this game. Chris Paul falls down and lost the ball. And you've got numbers right now if you're the Bucks. Holiday, Middleton, inside. He backs it home. Paul and Devin Booker on the podium afterwards, and Paul's like, yeah, dude, I sucked. Chris and Devin, what do you guys think it counted overall for the 17 turnovers? It's me. I had five of them. You know what I mean? It was bad decision-making. Timely, we down two, and I tried to cross over right there, slip, turn it over. I had some bad passes in the first half. You know what I mean? They, they got, you know, a significant amount uh, more shots than us. And so, you know, for me, I got to take care of the ball. If we, we got 17 turnovers, we shoot the ball too well not to have those opportunities to score. After that play, it was a formality, and the Bucks win 109-103 and even up the series at two. Holiday trying to come free. They throw it in to Connaughton, and that'll do it. The NBA Finals are tied at two games apiece. It's a best of three now, and the home team has won every game so far. Oh, it was so great. That was so great. We were down 0-2 in the series. And then you won the first one. And then you win uh, game two or game four, the game two that you needed. And then I think everybody was like, okay, all right. Now it's tied up. Because there was, you know, down 2-0. And that's to be expected. You're like, what is happening? Then you win game three. Now you got to win game four. Now you're tied. Now it is a best of three, as Mike Breen said. And suddenly Bucks and six becomes a true reality. Uh, do you remember where you were for game four? Game four, I was at my house. Okay. Yeah, I was at yeah. my house. Hey, that's fine. Game five, I went to uh, I I went to Imig's house. Game, game five, five. Was, game five is funny for me. I'll we'll talk about it when that happens that day. Oh, I can't wait. We were we were outside, so and our TV was a little behind everyone else in the neighborhood. So oh, that's all I'll say. You uh, screwed me over yesterday. You text me when Hater gave up the home run and it not happened on my TV yet. Oh, did I? Yeah, but like like well, a, like a ten seconds. Oh, okay. My YouTube was a little behind. That's fine. That's I mean, sorry. No, no, no. It's fine. The YouTube broadcast isn't terrible. Like it's smooth the whole time. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. The one thing that bothered me is that little music they played instead of commercials. Yeah. Like, can they sell that? I don't know. It's just the music was really getting to me. <laughs> and then I, I want to make fun of this painter guy, but I'm not sure if I should. There's a guy who's painting during the game. Mm-hmm. 
So. We'll, we'll, we'll probably talk about that a little bit later. But I think one of the things in this game was, you know, the block, obviously, and, you know, the, the way that they fought back. And Devin Booker probably should have fouled out. But Chris Middleton was great in this game. And a lot of people, as we focused on Giannis, and not for one second was Giannis never going to be the NBA Finals MVP if the Bucs won this series, and maybe even if they lost. But Chris Middleton on this night, this was his night. And there was a lot of talk that, okay, on the national stage now, this is his coming out party. Not perfect. I feel like I've had a great career so far. You know, every year I feel like I advance my game. And, uh, you know, as an organization, we take a step forward most of these years that I've been here. Um, as far as the other stuff, I really don't care about. Um, well, with myself, um, with this organization, it's all about taking a step each day in the right direction. My teammates um, first, my coaches, um, then everybody else in the organization, their opinion matters to me the most. Um, you know, I really, I'm sorry, but I don't care what you guys write or what you guys think, whether it's good or bad. Um, but, you know, um, for my teammates to have confidence in me, trust in me, um, that's the most important of all. As far as just, you know, the limelight, whatever, um, I really don't care about it too much. Uh, I just like doing my thing, being around my teammates. Uh, like I said earlier, the credit I get from my teammates or uh, the opinion, how do I say this? Whatever my teammates think of me, um, that's what means the most. Um, you know, I love to talk to them, hang out with them some. Um, as far as, you know, being all over the place, being on magazines, commercials, getting interviewed all the time, uh, that's just not me. Um, you know, I like staying low-key, staying out the way. Uh, that's just who I am. Chris Middleton, in this game, you know, you, you look back at this game as we look back at the NBA Finals throughout the month of July, and today is one year since the Bucks tied things up. You know, we're not just doing it randomly. It's been it's been one year ago today. It was game four, okay? So there's a reason why we feel justified to bring it up when there's not much going on. But they tied the thing at 2-2, and Middleton was so good in this game. And for people to then the next year when the Bucks don't have Middleton, and for someone like me to say, well, they would have beat the Celtics without Middleton. Well, you don't know that. Well, I I, I kind of do. I mean, Middleton, <laughs> why, would he still, why would he still do this? Like, okay, Ram, if it's your whole personality where you bash the guy, look, I commend you for sticking in a lane. I saw a Celtics fan the other day. I think it was a Celtics stoolie that was saying something like, but they were they were talking soup after a summer league win. Oh, Celtics beat the Bucks again. I bet they would have beat them with Chris Middleton. Well, yes. Why are we so in your head? We would have beat you. Celtics fans are a broken breed, man. I, I don't understand. They they really truly think that Giannis is a linebacker and has no game. They are so into themselves. It is they they can't even recognize how good Giannis is. It's kind of disgusting. Rip is in Rona. Let her rip. Bart, Tim, good morning. Good to hear from you, buddy. Yeah, how you guys doing? Uh, we're doing good. Just watching a little bit of golf. Uh, very distracted by it, but I should probably yeah, turn the TV off. But I'm why? It's a major. I want to watch it. Yeah, I was up early watching that too. Hey, I love that you guys are doing uh, are doing the recap of the finals. But like like you're saying, the disrespect that the Bucks get Middleton. Well, I hope you love it uh, when we do it again next year and the year after that. I'm gonna love it every year. And the year after that, yeah, longtime listener. Uh, locally, Middleton's disrespect is unbelievable. Ram arguing that Jordan Poole is a better player than him. 
I guess if you don't count points, rebounds, assists, clutch moments. Impact to the team. Game. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't count any of that stuff, then I could see where that would be. And then Giannis, uh, which you guys were talking about earlier. So did you listen to the whole Iguodala interview when he was talking about it? No, at first I didn't I didn't think it was real, so I didn't like do any research on it. Yeah, like one of his one of his arguments was that Rashid Wallace can shoot three pointers left handed. And I was like, Oh, that's that's interesting. And then I heard Rick Buecher say the exact same thing that he can shoot three pointers left handed. And like why why would that ever matter? Like how is that even part of an argument that would say that he's as good or better than Giannis? It's just so silly the amount of disrespect that Giannis gets. He's clearly the best player in the world and uh, I think he's gonna be the best player in the world for years to come yeah it's like nobody wants to admit it i don't understand it i, I don't mean is he, is he like not cool enough for them to admit that it's just it, he passes every single test including the eye test and the finals mvp test so i don't get it well I, and he's not dramatic enough there's not a lot of drama that comes with him is the problem isn't that what makes him awesome part of well the yeah it's, it's what it's what makes him awesome but it doesn't make him the centerpiece like i I was walking uh, through the halls yesterday and get ups on, okay, and they were doing, is this LeBron's best last chance at a finals? It's like, it's like any any way they could talk about LeBron in the middle of the summer, they still find a way to. And, and you know, LeBron moves the needle more. With Giannis, it's like he does these things where he comes out there in the press conference and he says, this is why I want to be great, and this is why any – it's like these are things that I want to put on my wall. These are quotes that we might – remember forever, but it's not good enough to to be talked about during. He's going to be talked about more probably post his career than he is during because we we keep turning an eye to his greatness. I don't get it. I, I mean, those are, those are things that you want to share with, like, your kids and have it be, like, values that they live up to. And LeBron gets, got bounced in the first round last year. We're talking about his final chances. Come on. Yeah. Well, that's the way it is, man. All right, guys. Great show. More Brewers talk to come, right? I'm trying not to, but probably. All right, buddy. All right, see ya. See ya. Rip in Rona. Called it up and let her rap. 414-799-1250. You could tweet us, 1250 AM, the fan, as we take a look back here at a year ago when the Bucks tied things up in the NBA finals. Hey, Notebook Mike. What's up? How's it going? Hey, good. How are you? Good show today. Kind of a a hiccup yesterday, I thought. Why? Uh, callers ripping on each other, and I hate that. But, uh... You know, I thought we had a good week of shows, and every, like, people have tweeted me, like, today was no good, or you'll get them back tomorrow. I, I, I think we have elevated the bar too high. Right, right. Kind of like the Packers, the Bucks. That, like, because all of our shows are A-pluses, that if we ever give you an A-minus... You feel like it's a C because well, you you expect greatness. It's like when Giannis, like I said before, when Giannis goes 26, 10, and 5, you're like, well, that ain't as good as he can be. Well, you know what? You can't have I don't think people recognize our greatness. I think we have a bit of the, the Giannis problem, you know? You can't hit a home run every day. Well, you know, I, we the can. The Brewers will tell you that. Well, they <laughs> suck. Uh, God, I forgot what I was going to say. Okay. Wisconsin sports fans are spoiled because, oh, Badgers, we don't care. They'll never beat Alabama. But the Packers better win this year. The Bucks better win. The Brewers got to go to the World Series. Well, life don't work that way, buddies. 
You know, and when it does, it's the best feeling in the world. I'm staring at my trophy. Uh, you know what I mean? Well, you, so you think we're spoiled? The expectations are really high. No, I don't. I disagree with that. Okay, what do you think Sacramento is going to do this year with Rob? But but we're we're in this place of uh, the the teams have found like a way to always be competitive. And it's all it's all about progress. I was saying this the other day with Toby. It's all about progress. When you're a team that sucks, you just want to get in the playoffs. So if you're a team that sucks, you look at what the Packers did the last ten years, and you're like, how can any Packer fan complain about that? How can any how can any Brewer fan complain about four straight playoff appearances? Well, because there's no progress. Because we've gotten to this point now. We've gotten to this part of the staircase, and we're just standing there. We gotta we gotta keep progressing and we get caught in this like hey we're competing but are we really and we complain about it i don't think that's spoiled at all we want progress our teams are so stagnant oh of course we do but we can't get too emotional when it don't happen okay look at florida jacksonville tampa uh marlins tampa and the gators none of them the only one that won out of that is tampa so well, but, but no, none of those you teams care about each other. You can't, the Florida, you can't compare Florida, Wisconsin. In can some what? ways, you can. You're, you're saying no, no Florida fan likes Tampa, Jacksonville, and Miami. Why not? Because that's not how it works there. Yeah. Well, didn't the Marlins win a couple uh, World Series? Yeah, no and I would much rather up. have the Marlins history than the Brewers. <laughs> no one showed up. I bet. They won two World Series. I don't care how they got them. They got them. But you know me. I, now, I just want to get on this before I forget. Uh, you know, I golfed for like 35 years. I've watched 35, like 25 Opens. But I found this to be amusing. They had a show where they interviewed caddies. You have to have a caddy, by the way. There's no carts. And they're not going to let you go alone because then you'll be out there forever. And the tourists that come and play it on the bucket list, they get mad if it's not raining or the wind's blowing. I wouldn't want that. You know what I mean? I, I don't. They want the whole atmosphere of St. Andrews. Oh, when tourists go there... And it's a right. nice day. They're pissed. Yeah, they don't want the sun yeah. out. They want wind and rain. Yeah, no, I understand that. That makes sense. Well, I got a, a St. Andrews joke. I'll save you for Friday. Well, I look forward to it, Mike. Thanks, buddy. I know you are. Hey, uh, what is it, John from Franklin? John from Franklin calls in, yeah. Yeah, he's like my sister. He's got no filter. Interesting. All right, have your yeah, sister call. interesting. Because he, he called yesterday, too, ripping on people. What's your All sister's right, I'll name? Talk to you tomorrow. Sketchbook Sally? All right. Sketchbook Sally. See you, Mike. Uh, Jay from Germantown called. He couldn't go on air because he had two screaming children in the background, but he really wanted to call yeah. and get his point over that. Uh, you wrote it down? I did. Oh, okay. I, I wrote it down. What did he say? Uh, he wanted to compare Giannis and Tim Duncan on how their career is so quiet, that Tim Duncan's career was so quiet and Giannis is kind of the same way you know my theory on why the Spurs were so boring is because nobody liked their jerseys 
It was just black and gray black and, and gray. white. Sure. I mean, that's a stupid theory, but that's why I didn't like them. And they the didn't have so and they didn't have any like alternate jerseys. Like I don't know. They were just it was like I the Spurs, I was so sick of the Spurs. I think the 2000 2000s basketball sucked. Like did 2010s you, is like did you like LeBron they, and uh the Warriors. 2000s basketball was like the Pistons and the Spurs and the oh, it was terrible. Do you remember that the Spurs played in a football stadium for the longest time at the, the Alamo Dome? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of impressive. Didn't they play there again this year? I think they had a little tour where they played in a Did bunch they? of different stadiums around San Antonio. Either this year or they're going to do it next year. 414-799-1250. We're back right after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. Toby in the afternoons this week. So he can enjoy more of the afternoon fare at Wendy's. We get the breakfast. Whether it's the breakfast Baconator, hot honey chicken biscuit, combo, sweet with a kick of heat. We get the wedges. We get the Frosty Chinos. Although Toby's up in Adam this morning, he's on the golf course today. I saw that. Yeah. Still getting up early. Still getting up early. If you can get 18 and you got to get him in when you can get him in. You know, Wisconsin summers, you got to get him in when you can get him in, my man. So whenever you can, you take advantage of that. Uh, Noah's in New Berlin. Dials us up. 414-799-1250. Noah. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Noah. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Uh, Splendid, did another great Thursday. Yes. Okay. So, if I want to have a charity softball game in a couple of weeks, do you think I could ask Craig Council and Stern to give Burns a couple of days off to pitch for that? 
Ooh, I like that. I like where you're going, Noah. Well, I, one thing too is I appreciate what you when you speak out about Mark A because I wish that man would spend more during our contending window, contending windows because you know the offense is his fault. But any but the next thing too is Hunter Renfro. What the heck? Are, he comes back. He's batting eighth. The next day he doesn't play. Why can't he play at least DH? He can't swing a bat now. The day after. Well, what, what's the point of activating, activating him from the uh, injury list? Then I don't get it. All right, I'm going to springboard off of this and just bitch about the Brewers for the next five minutes. So thank you, Noah. Thank you, Bart. Have a good one, buddy. You too. Thank you. Uh, All right, I'm in. Let's go. You bitch about the Brewers? Yep. Okay, first, I, Rory We're, should have had that eagle. Yeah. Oh, man, Rory. I feel like everybody's rooting for Rory. Told you. What? He's warming up, I guess. So he's not ready to tee off. Tiger Woods, that is. Warming up. All right. He, when's he tee off? Nine? Probably. Nine our time? Probably. Remember yesterday when I'm like, does Sam Howell play for the Panthers? And you're like, oh, yeah, 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 he does. But I said it with confidence. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. No, he plays for the Redskins. Uh, the, oh, that, sorry. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. No. All right, I'll buy Wendy's. All right, let's name let's just let's just name things that are making us mad about the Brewers right now. What's what's we want to go back and forth? Twitter. I'll go first. All Twitter. Right, you first. Twitter. What about I'll take Twitter? yours? What about Twitter? Can I get a reply if I, you know, tweet at them? No. Are you saying the Brewers Twitter replies too much to the average fan? I believe so. Hmm. Not uh, this and this is new. Are you this saying is, it's very unbecoming of a professional sports team? I think so. Are you saying they're spending too much time on jokes? Uh, yes. Are you saying it's ridiculous we didn't get a lineup until 11.20 yesterday? Uh, yes. Yeah. I agree with you. Right? All right. My turn? Your turn. Uh, carrying three catchers is driving me mad. What's the point of it? And you're not even playing Severino. And even if you do, he can't play in the playoffs. So unless you're waiting to trade him... Look, he played himself. You signed him. He got suspended. Just get rid of him. You got Caratini. He's been fine for you. Omar Narvaez was an all-star last year, and now he's in a three-man platoon? What are you doing? Three catchers. Stupid. Tim? Uh, Noah hit on it a little bit, but what is Hunter Renfro doing? If he's not okay to play every day, then put him back on the IL, and you keep Kesson here up. For goodness sakes. Yeah, the guy he wanted should to be come starting back. Every- you traded for him. Right. For- Come on. Yeah, so Hunter Renfro activated and then plays one day and then not the next. That's yours? Are we babying him? I don't know. Uh, mine is I'm going to jump off Keston Hira. Why is this guy getting sent down? Is he, he must be the only one with options, but you don't do that to this guy. The, it's severe mismanagement. How are you ever going to let this guy get his at-bats if you never let this guy get his at-bats? And it's not like, he can't, it's not like there isn't a spot in the lineup created just for a guy that Hey, can hit, but isn't so good in the field. It's called the designated hitter. Yet we're throwing our fifth catcher in there. Ridiculous. Anything else chaps your ass? Why is Chichi Chichi Gonzalez? Chichi Gonzalez? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, why is he coming in into a run-run game okay. one day, but okay. then the next time you throw out Hater, you you play your game, Williams, Hater, box in the seventh. 
Williams in the eighth. Hater in the ninth. So they're pitching everybody like normal, like we wanted them Correct. to. In but a one one days tie. ago, it's Chichi Gonzalez that gets the big spot. Yes. Hmm. Why? I don't know. And then Andrew McCutcheon hits a two-run home run that could have been, yeah, could have been the game-winning yeah. home run. But no, you gave up four runs in the inning before. Um, I got another one. It's about okay. Council. And I've often said that I want to be this guy's friend. Do you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. This whole vibe of, like, I'm smarter than everyone. It's the analytics part. It's really kind of getting to me. Like, you ask him these questions in the post game, and it's like, but it's like a big secret. Like, this is, I, I won't tell you why I did this. I'll, I'll sort of skirt around it, but then you have to figure it out. Like, you go find, you go find the treasure map of what the answer is, and then you report back to me. And I'm never wrong. I'm never wrong. I'll never say I'm wrong. Oh, we did small ball one inning. I'm apologizing for it. You know, there's just, there's just kind of a vibe of we know what we're doing. Don't question us. We know what we're doing at eight games over 500. How dare you question us? We know what we're doing at two games over the Cardinals when really they should be in first by now. We know what we're doing. We're 49 and 40. So that bothers me. Play the music. I have one more. Oh, okay. It's, it's a non-brewer one, though. Can I do it still? Well, it's a, it's an MLB. Oh, okay, well, yeah, you, we're just you, you. We have it in the in the in your rundown. Oh, okay, if you're just joining us, we're just bitching about the Brewers. This is an MLB. Okay, thing. all right. Why are the Blue Jays firing their manager? Yeah, Blue Jays fired their manager when they're 46 and 42. Blue Jays fired their manager yesterday. That really bothered you, huh? You're in a wild card spot right now. You're playing in a very tough to, tough division. I know you're trying to win the division. But the Yankees, what are 60 wins? Yeah. You can't. You can't compete with that. Well, what are the Blue Jays? Even The Blue Jays have a worse record than we do, right? No, the Blue Jays. Well, yeah, they do, technically. The Blue Jays are 47 and 42. Technically. Yeah, they, they are. They do have a worse Where's record. Where's the technicality there? They don't. They, they're two games below us. You either do or you don't. They do. The Yankees are 62 and 26. I'm sorry. You can't compete with them. All right. So the Blue Jays, this is a team that I thought would win the AL East. That's who I picked. Uh, they're 47 and 42. They were they won last night then, right? Were they 46 and yes, 42? Yes, they were 46 and 42. So they win last night with the new skipper, as is often the case. But they're, you know, for five games over 500, and now they're in an AL East where everybody has a winning record right now because the Orioles have won 10 in a row. The Red Sox are five under. They they started off a little slow, but they've been playing better. So the Red Sox are right in it. The Blue Jays are right in it. The Rays are right in it. You could have four of the five make the playoffs. The whole division can't make the playoffs, but you could have four of the five make the playoffs. And with the Orioles coming up, there's a threat. And the Blue Jays have been underwhelming. Ken Rosenthal was writing about it, trying to figure out, like, could it have been this game? Could it have been that game? Could it have been that decision? He says he thinks there's something like more fundamental, something really deep. Uh, Rosenthal of The Athletic always got the sense the Jays' front office viewed uh, Montoyo, the manager that got fired, Charlie Montoyo, viewed him as like a placeholder. You know, He's a baseball lifer, deserves his opportunity, but at this point, you know, he's not getting it done. 
Jay's executives always preach the importance of culture, and they don't really like make a move like this. But they they are unhappy, and I think what you've seen is you've seen other teams fire their manager this season. The Angels were one, and you know they still suck. But I think the Phillies are a good example of what's happened. The Phillies fire their manager, and you know they fire our friend of show Joe Girardi, and now they've had a better month since then at 46 and 43 and now they're right there in the playoff race so they might have looked at it going all the way back to Ned Yost Ned Yost and the Brewers were contending but it just it it felt like it was going the opposite way so with 12 games left in the season you promote Dale Swain I feel like the Blue Jays are where we want to be just get in the playoffs and let's see what happens that they can get in the playoffs and make a run where we kind of are talking about, well, if we make the playoffs, we know what's going to happen. Well, they have a much better offense. They do. They have a much better offense, and they've got superstars on that offense, but they're underperforming. So they're they're looking at it like, well, are we even going to make the playoffs? If we get in, we can make a run, but are we going to make the playoffs? What can we do? How can we shake it up? And they've chosen to fire their manager. There's some of you that want to shake it up, whether that's trading Josh Hader, uh, making a big move if you can. Yeah. But for some of these teams, it's firing the manager, which is the, which is the way to shake it up. Now I wonder, you know, we look at it from our angle. Does this make Craig Council more vulnerable? If there begins to be a trend in MLB where teams with winning records are firing their manager, if this begins to be something, this is very NHL like. You know, the NHL man. If you ever know who all thirty coaches are at one time in the NHL. You are like diehard NHL fans are impressed by you because you you see these coaches. The story I always see the most in the NHL is was fired. St. Louis Blues fired their coach. It's the third week in the season. Well, yeah, but they lost three in a row. All right. Chicago Blackhawks fire their coach. They're three games over 500 in December. Yeah, but they could have been better. So they're firing their coaches left and right. You get any longevity in the NHL. Good for you. And now maybe that's coming into baseball where you can have a winning record, but we need more from that. It's not just about a winning record. It's about playing up to your potential. The Blue Jays didn't feel like they were doing that. So Montoya gets fired. Between that and or you winning the World Series two, three years ago, and now you're. Yeah. I mean, Joe, Joe Girardi, Girardi and jo- Joe uh, Madden. Joe Madden, those are big names. Very big names. Gone already. Gone this season. You know, and for the Phillies, it seems to have worked out. Now, when we were talking, the Brewers had that losing streak, and we're talking about how long would it be before Craig Council would like actually get fired. I said they'd have to lose twenty in a row for that to even happen. Craig's job seems so safe. He's got a lifetime contract, right? We talk about that. Well, it feels he? like he does. Yeah. Even though when we put up on uh, Facebook yesterday for our for our uh, post game show, what's Council's strength and what's his weakness? I don't think I read any answer that had a strength. It was, or if, unless it was sarcastic. Like, I think I heard like someone say he's a great regular season manager. <laughs> I mean, maybe great, maybe. great, the great. He can win in the regular season. But you know, at, at what point? You know, because like, like I said earlier with Notebook Mike, there we got to see progress in this Brewers team, and maybe this is the team. You know, maybe this is the team. They end up being the one that. Breaks through in the playoffs, even though there's no signs of it throughout the regular season. But what have we done? We've tinkered with the lineup. We've fired the hitting coach. We have two hitting coaches. At some point, 
the next straw is Craig. And so does he have a lifetime contract if he goes six games over 500 every year, makes the playoffs, and then bows out? Does that is that a lifetime contract? Or is there going to be at some point where you look at what the Eagles did with uh, Andy Reid? And you think this guy gets us to the NFC Championship game every year, but it's not gonna. It's not. We're not going over the hump. But Budenholzer would have been fired if they lost oh, yeah. that series against the Nets. Yeah, they had Rick Car- Carlisle on the line. He was booed after two games on the road in Phoenix. Bud would have got fired if Lafleur keeps going to NFC Championship He's games gone. and losing. Yeah, they're going to be forced to make a change. You can't keep going to NFC Championship games and losing. As good as it is to get there, you have to see progress and right now with the brewers that's another overarching issue that we're not seeing we're not seeing progress brewers make the playoffs this year lose in the wild card round do you see council getting fired this no. year? would you be shocked no would you be shocked i would be shocked i would be, I would be, I would be okay. surprised if council was fired okay uh, I, I i just i don't think that i don't think that mark not ready for that yet well, I don't think it's the right decision. I don't think that Mark has the stones for it either. So next year, they make the playoffs and lose in the first round. How how good is I mean, the attendance? How many more years I mean, are we going to do the this? Attendance? The attendance is the attendance. You're well, the one who fine. says no matter how bad or how good they play, they're always going to draw. Well, then why, is Mark, why is Mark forced to do anything? If, they, if B were so showing up, why is he forced to do anything? Every day... We carry three catchers. I die inside. <laughs> I, I know that maybe nobody cares about it, and maybe one of you, like Stern soldiers, can break it down for me why analytically this is a great move, and uh, we can play one of the guys at first, and there's a DH. It's ridiculous. My guy, Keston Hira. Can he play catcher? <laughs> I want to buy a Keston Hira jersey. I don't know which one to buy. Brewers home or Nashville Sounds Road? I don't know where he's going to be. I'd go Timber Rattlers alternate. Ah, it might be. The Brat ones. More coming up on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.